Welcome to the family with our special guest today, James Kurzel. Alex Brampernard Rasmussen. Co-host, Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brampernard. We'll be right back. Kristen Burt will join us from Hollywood right after this. Doug here from Walzer. Tommy's on vacation again, so I'm going to have to read both parts. Dougie, what's happening? This is weird. Tommy, I'm looking for two things. A new wife and a MAGA hat? Uh, that'd be a big no. Walzer is looking for cars to sell and people to sell them. You don't have enough cars? Well, late model used car business is good, and when COVID shut down the plants, we ran low on new cars and didn't get as many trade-ins. Right now, we're purchasing used cars from people, and in many cases, we can pay Kelly Blue Book excellent. Heck, I'll even buy some of your cars. All I ever do is give, give, give. Yeah, sure. Anyway, we also need people to sell them. Coaches, teachers, servers. People with people skills work great in our no negotiating model. Also, it's a salaried position, so you're not living from one commission to the next. We also pay you to learn. Think I'd be good at it? Not a chance. Well, don't worry about my feelings. I never do. If you're selling a car or want to join our team, email me at Doug at Walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Tell me when Kristen's ready to go, if you would. He's ready. Kristen, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Ma, don't you sound serious. I do. Big shot. I'm such a big shot. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm such a big shot that my colorist came to my condo. I can barely hear you, by the way. How come? I don't, know. I don't know. It's a little echoey. Yeah, it's really well, echoey. That's weird. Andy's pressing buttons and turning things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whoa. What was that? Did you just fart? That was my chair. Oh. No, that's not what Captain thought. <laughs> it sounded bad. Any, anyway, Kristen, sorry. What were you saying? Oh, I was saying that. Uh, much better. Much better. Okay, great. I was saying that um, my colorist came to my condo complex and did my hair on the sidewalk because um, we can't go into a salon right now. So, just uh, for time, cover huh. measures. At 8 o'clock, I was getting my roots touched up on the sidewalk. You can do that. Uh, What? I I thought that once they closed down salons that they weren't allowing home. Oh, it wasn't a home visit. It was an outside. It was out. No, it was in the street. Yeah, well, no, no, it's not even a loophole. It is allowed by the government. They said, if you want to do outdoor treatments, we are fine with that, which is crazy because, I mean, you want to talk about sanitation. You know, when it comes to... Uh, doing hair, doing facials, doing nails, and there are a lot of procedures and protocols that you do need to follow yeah. with your state license that aren't being done on a sidewalk, you know. Um, no. I mean, I trust my colorist, so that's not the issue on that, but it's just one of those things that they go through, like, 
almost 6,000 hours of training for sanitation alone, and then they're being told that they have to do things outside or in a backyard or in a parking lot. You know, you do, a little insane. you do realize I'm going to call your brother right after the show today and say, you know, your sister's getting her hair colored in the gutter. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Take care of your sister. Uh, this is what we have to do in California. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Oh, well, I'm glad that the, the, your colorist is able to work because them shutting down for three months was very, very hard on people. A lot of people didn't get to go back to work and had to even close down their right. salons. So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and she just rents a space, so she doesn't have to worry about the actual salon she gave that up a while ago. And she was like, this is the model that everyone's going to do. I don't know if you guys have Salon Republic in Minnesota. No. But it's just essentially a bunch of rooms, and you rent the room versus, like, uh, having yeah. a... Oh, yeah, we've got Salon Concepts, yeah. Phoenix There's Salons. Harvard. There's a ton of those. That's kind yeah. of a yeah. new trend, yeah. That's going to be the way to go, because having a physical brick-and-mortar salon not going to be affordable for most people yeah, and having all true. that open space with 25 chairs yeah you just get a flow bee they still make those <laughs> i think they do you get a flow yeah. bee man you know i just when you said the government allows i just about wanted to scream i'm I like know. so sick mm-hmm. of what the government's allowing, allowing us, to us to do i know i just it's well, there's minnesota there's i guess the mask mandate breaks five laws and now there's a um why can't I think Court? of the word? Because you're busy eating when and scrolling. I'm not eating. <laughs> Your brain isn't Oh, intact. my God. No, what is it? Restraining order. A restraining order? Restraining order. Yeah. That's when you can't go near someone yeah, or something. Yeah, but there's something about... Here. I just read something about it last night. <clears throat> it's like oh. your mother and me. She has a restraining order. That's why I said it the other day. <laughs> and there's the specifically <laughs> things about voting in masks that people are. Oh, yeah. Voting in masks is not going to be good. That yeah. will not be good. Well, it's better than mail in votes. I, I so. thought we're all voting by mail. I, we're voting by mail here in California. Well, well they're encouraging it, but and we can do, at least in our district, you can do early voting. It's The polls are open from like 8 to 6 or something. You have to wear a mask standing in line. Uh, you can do it by mail. Uh, ap- that's absentee ballot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So there's yeah. there are different ways you can do it. So they are opening yeah. up the polling stations. They're promising. I think because a lot of people want to get their sticker saying "I voted" because it becomes a social media thing. Mm-hmm. And they're promising if you vote by mail, we will still send you the sticker. So they're really trying to encourage people. Oh my God! How wow. sad! Well, if they give me a cookie, I'd for sure I, vote. I, I yeah. would. I know. If you send me a cupcake, I'm all in. <laughs> the primaries what next Tuesday? Aren't sticker. they? I think the primaries are next Tuesday, aren't they? Yeah. Who the hell votes in the primaries? Well, everybody I should do. this year. Cause well, you're gonna. It's you might. Ha- you, you need to these days. Yeah. I did in the these first. These days one. you need to. It's like trying but to swim against the current. Early. Yeah, I voted. You voted in March for primaries. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. When we had the primaries here. Oh I voted. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't do it that. So one. we have a question for Kristen and Alex. Oh, oh here oh, we boy. go. I love it. So you, Kristen. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I think apparently you recently interviewed a nine-year-old dancer from World of Dance. I did Savannah Mansell, um, uh, and she's from Minnesota. She's yeah. from Larkin Dance Studio, where all of your great Larkin. dancers come out. That's where Michael or Nanny went. Yeah. Yes. Um, do you think? What do you think about the dance world and how intense it is for a nine-year-old? Sure. Well, I will say that at Larkin, uh, the dancers come out really well trained, and I will also say very well adjusted. They're they're mature, but they're uh, they're not like, stage kids. 
No, they do a really good job of like leadership training. They're great role models. All of the, all of the dancers, and I know quite a few of them out of there from Eva Igo to um, Taylor Steve to Madison Jordan, um, Ellie and Ava Wagner. The, the Larkins have done a great job. There's a reason they call it the Larkin Legacy. On the flip side of this, there are a lot of other studios that are just cranking out kids and cranking their turnout and cranking their mm-hmm. flexibility. And um, there's actually a dancer who was on World of Dance a couple of seasons ago, Derek Piquet. Um, he is in his 20s and has had needs a double hip replacement. Oh, my so, God. And he, wow. talks about the, he talks about the abuse of training he had of people just, like, forcing their body into doing things that really shouldn't be done. Um, and so there are studios out there that are not doing things the right way. Mm-hmm. I have, but Larkin's not one of them. Larkin's a great studio, and Savannah is the cutest thing ever. It's interesting because I, one of my best friends went to Larkin and he had a very different experience. Maybe things have changed. Things have changed, maybe? Because that was a while ago. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But yeah. I had quite quite a number of friends from my... I went to performance arts high school and Mm -hmm. um, for dance and a number of the people went to Larkin. I'd say most of my friends in high school... Were My from senior Larkin? year were from Larkin, yeah, and mm. yeah, they all had a much different experience than you're describing. Mm. So yeah, and, and you know that's that's the other thing too. It's like sometimes there are um, people leading the way, and so there are decades where things aren't great, and then mm-hmm. things get better. That is true. Yes. Who knows? I mean, and you can't yeah. deny anyone's experience because yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, and that was, yeah. What they experience is what they experience. Right. The follow-up question is, would you put Fawn in dance? She was in dance. I mean, like, the same way you danced for your whole childhood. Yeah. Um, Well, I kept Alex in a more low-key situation. I didn't want her in a super crazy competitive dance studio where they're, like, you know... My dance studio was... Whipping you into shape. My dance studio was nice because I... It was... More like, okay, we have pra- here's the team, like you can be on the team, and we have practice, what was it, like three days a week? Yeah, at least. For like an hour or two. Mm-hmm. And so that was like the base, and then it was like, if you want to, you can do a solo, you can do duets, you can do a trio, you can do small groups. There was the elite team, but it was all kind of like add-on, whereas a lot of dance studios of people that I know, it was kind of like, you're doing a solo, you're, you have to audition to do a duet, and if you make the duet, it's like a huge thing, and so it was just kind of like mm-hmm. more and more and more and more Competition within the studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. whereas my studio, it was like, we had the elite team, and that was like, you had to be invited to be on the elite team, but that was it, and it was like, you could do as much as you wanted to, which I turned it into, I was there probably six days a week for like, four hours um because i wanted to but yeah i would i fawn loves dance she wears ballet clothes constantly sage i would put in dance absolutely um and yeah but i would i would actively find a studio that wasn't super aggressive and (laughs) yeah yeah, because i think it's well, once again, if they're a super talented dancer, that's going to come out, and they will excel no matter where they are. And yeah, well, if, if, that's and like, if they're yeah. like going to you know, obviously have the talent to be a prima ballerina, then you know somebody's going to 
swoop them up and not necessarily give, yeah you'd be surprised if mm. you're really really talented people want you in their studios yeah and, and how yeah. they know you're talented and you have to really know the culture of every studio yes. um, yeah. no matter what they're doing whether they're doing gymnastics or whether they're doing ballet um, I really encourage parents to get involved and find out who's teaching what it's like talk to the other parents because we're, we're hearing in gymnastics, too, we're hearing the culture of, you know, in the U.S., we've seen the, the sexual abuse issues. Mm-hmm. But uh, globally, because of that uh, Netflix documentary, Athlete A, we're hearing from different countries that are having similar issues with emotional abuse, physical abuse. Um, so spend the time. Be the parent that's lurking around because I highly encourage it. Well, that's what It'll I did make- before I chose the dance studio that fun because we have two dance studios that are like within a mile of our house and I posted on a mom's Facebook group like in my area and it was just like, I was just like, what? Which dance studio do people prefer? Like, have people gone to these dance studios? What do you think? And all these people were like, this one is amazing. They pick really appropriate songs, really appropriate costumes. You can do as much as you want to. And I was like, okay, sounds good. Bring her up to Elk River. We need to take a quick break. We do need to take a break here. Uh, Going into the break, uh, I'm glad to hear that they finally busted up that cockfighting ring you have going out there uh, in Los Angeles. I'm looking at the story right now, Kristen. (laughs) What are you talking about? Oh, you don't know about this? Well, this, this, is, this is this just broke. I don't either. So, Los Angeles, California, California cops find thousands of cockfighting roosters on a Los Angeles property. I'm sure. Way to go, Kristen. Maybe they just flew it's there. It's my fault. It's your fault. You and your husband. That's typical. right. Well, your husband's Spanish, isn't he? So you know. <laughs> The we are like ever. locked in our condo. With yeah. your thousands of cockfighting roosters. Okay, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up, North Minneapolis. They were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy, Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, The owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner, they hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself, and with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. 
We are back, ladies and gentlemen. James is still with us. I thought he'd be over at the coffee shop by now talking to his buddy. But he didn't leave. He's still here. So that's good. <laughs> Fascinating content. Fascinating content. It's always good gentlemen. to have options, right? right. Yes, you have to have Stop options. It. There's no question about that. Stop it. So what else is going on in California, Chris? Are we, are, are, is there any way we're going to see a movie? Oh, I want to get a tip off from you on one movie. Did you see Most Wanted, the uh, Josh Hartnett movie? I did not. What, have you heard anything about it? I have heard nothing about it, because everyone's talking about Mulan. Oh, I suppose that's true, yeah. Yeah. I've known Josh for about, I don't know, 25 years, something like that now. Nice family, nice enough guy. I mean, I don't hang out with him or anything. He's a lot younger than I am, but I've known him for a long time, and I, I really think that kid's a hell of an actor. I don't know, he's kind of fallen fallen off the off the grid here for some he reason. He has. What happened? Has. You know, I think he was kind of a reluctant star when he first emerged. Yeah, um, that's you know, true. He was like the hot guy in Hollywood, and I think it was just too much for him. And, yeah. and that happens to several, you know, actors. It's like, oh, yeah. like the glare of fame is really tough to deal with. And I, he still lives in Minnesota, doesn't he? I know he was living there for a while. Yeah. He lived in Los Angeles. I think he sold his house, though, so I don't know if he still lives here, because I, I think he did sell his house, but... I don't know. He's a he's always a very nice guy, enjoyable to talk to, and all the rest of it. And I just he looks. I'm, I want to see the movie because he's in it. Jim Gaffigan is also a star, but this guy's acting career has just exploded. He's got a new yeah. series of some kind. No, he has a new um, comedy special. I think that just came out. He's got a new comedy special. About something about comedy traveling stories. or something. Yeah, the pale the tourist. Pale, yeah. pale yeah. tourist. Yeah, that's it. it's a series. I think <laughs> pale tourist. Is it? Oh. I believe so. Should we tell you the first time that Andy ever yeah, met Jim Gaffigan? That was one oh, of the great moments. So uh, Jim's on stage and the family's all there. So we go backstage <laughs> and and Jim hands Andy. And Andy was probably, what were you, about 15 at Something the time? Like that, yeah. He was about 15 years old. Jim hands him this big poster of him. And on it it says, Andy. Great to see that you finally got out of prison, <laughs> Jim Gavin. And then he's looking like, what does that mean, Dad? I'm like, that's ah, Jim Gavin. What happened to that poster? You don't have that poster anymore? I, I'm sure that? I have it. I just don't know where it is. I don't know where half my stuff is. Well, that's true. I'm the same way. When I probably moved, in the trunk of your car. Cram everything yeah, into the garage. Yeah, probably in your car. <laughs> One of my favorite deals of all time, Dana Gould. You know, you know Dana Gould, don't you? Oh, James, you must know Dana. Yeah. Dana's a great guy. But we're sitting there talking, and we're just kind of hanging out, and he's going to be on the podcast and on the morning show. We're just hanging out. Right away. He goes, he looks over to his, his right, and he goes, what's that? And I said, I don't know. He goes, well, it looks like a poster. I said, yeah, I don't know. You can look at it if you want. He opens it up, and it's an autographed picture of the Beach Boys, autographed by all of them. And he goes... Why was this just sitting there behind a desk all rolled up? I, I don't know, whatever. He goes, this is like an original Beach Boys thing. I said, yeah. Even Brian Wilson signed it. And I said, yeah, well, this guy used to work at Capitol. He goes, God, you got to do it. I said, you can have it if you want it. I go, he got so excited. He thought it was just wonderful yeah. that he could get a signed and autographed picture of Brian Wilson. Because I guess Brian doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably worth not. worth good money. Yeah. Brian Sell might it be, on eBay. Yeah. I will tell you honestly, Brian Wilson might be the nicest, most gentle man you've ever talked to. He's such a, and you can just tell he's damaged like a son of a bitch. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? There's oh, that fame so thing sad. again. Well, his dad is the one who damaged him. Murray beat the piss yep. out of him on oh. a daily basis. Ugh. Yes, indeed. But, 
You know, I love all that stuff. So Andy will find your poster and we'll give it to Dana Gould. Find it somewhere. <laughs> Andy got all excited the first time he ever met Dana Gould because he found out Dana did the voice of Gex. Mm-hmm. He sure did. Which What is Gex again? It's a PlayStation game. PlayStation game? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, it's Gex. I'm like, Gex, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> he was also a writer for The Simpsons, which, you know. Yes. Which oh, kind of... That would have been more exciting than yeah, the exactly. game. I mean, I, that was also part of it, yeah. Yeah, I remember Andy was very excited about That's like his first... Uh, I think the first time I've ever seen you excited about talking to anybody. To anybody. <laughs> With any fame. Well, yeah. to Gex. Gex and the That's writer great. for The Simpsons. No, nah, hell of a uh, hell of a good guy too. So now Mulan. What about Mulan? Uh, well, it's coming out. If you guys want to see it, and you have a Disney Plus account, we do. You we can do. pay an additional thirty dollars. Oh, oh <laughs> come on, man! Yes. Yeah, but you know yes. what? That's only like five bucks a person if you got six people watching. Right. If you have all. the grandkids over, think about this. And yeah. all Probably of you had like, Mulan. we're gonna go to the movies mm. and get popcorn and other snacks. Um, now instead you can stay at home and you can watch it for $30. It'll come out on September 4th. And you own the movie as long as you have a Disney Plus account. If you cancel your subscription and then say sign up again, it will disappear. So yeah. you definitely yeah. want to keep wow. that Disney Plus account if you want the kids to be able to watch it over and over and over again. Kristen, I'm telling you, and I'm not kidding you, we watched uh, Tinkerbell the other night with the grandkids in 4K. That is the most beautiful. Have you seen a 4K uh, animation? Yet? No, I haven't. It, oh seriously, it, it, looked like, it looked like 3D. It yeah, was, it was so amazing. How cool. Stunningly beautiful. It's it amazing. And Tinkerbell was just a really cool movie to see in it, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. around, oh, and there's snow that. falling, mm-hmm. and it was just like, Ooh. I know. It was I just so pretty. It. it was like yeah. every frame was just like, oh, my God, this is so yeah. beautiful. And Sage thinks he's Tinkerbell. <laughs> he thinks he's Tinkerbell. They look, they look a lot alike. Like, if you saw they my do. son and you saw Tinkerbell, you'd be like, yeah, they have the same face. Yeah. First time Pretty she much. came on the screen when we watched the first Tinkerbell thing, he's like, "That's me!" I'm like, sure. <laughs> great. Yeah, great. I love my it. grandson's Tinkerbell. That's he great. has a Tinkerbell costume. <laughs> he loves it. He has a Tinkerbell costume. Is he any male yeah, clothes at all? Or yeah, he has that one shark shirt mom gave him. <laughs> one octa. He's got. Kristen, honest to God, the two-year-old Sagey, he's got a T-shirt. It has an octopus on it, and I said. <laughs> What's that? And he goes, Octopus. <laughs> I know, the way he says it is so cute. The way he says octopus. I had to get him another hilarious. octopus shirt because he's so obsessed with octopus shirts. He likes, likes <laughs> the octopi. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what that's all. What? You know, uh, so you know, you've seen Mulan. Yeah. Yeah, um, Dua Mua. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's I was in it. Dua Mua, the guy mm-hmm. who we went. I, oh, Dua was in Did it? you go t- to school with him or just. I think he was in your grade. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah Dua was in it. He's Chen yeah. Po. Yeah, you know really? who that is, don't you, Kristen? He was a, he was the uh, the young male lead in uh, Grand Torino. He was oh, Spider. He was Spider. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, now he's Chen Po. They now went he's to Chen school with him. Which yeah. one is that in Mulan? Oh, he's the giant big one. one. Yes. I love him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he'll be really good at that because he See? was. You I guys need to him. buy this on September 4th. I remember Perfect. him being like such a kind guy yeah so. spider was an interesting role for him yeah because he was not he was so so sweet he is yeah he's chen po in real life and that was in junior high so you know he's a good person yeah no, <laughs> you're nice in junior yeah, high for real you're a good human being i'm totally we totally have to buy it and watch it because mm, fun seen fun watched the original one probably like 
four months ago, like kind of in the beginning of mm. quarantine. So, James, you like that when my daughter said that we need to buy it? <laughs> yep. Yeah, you know, we. Yeah, we. we. <laughs> the care of my family. Royal we. Yeah. The grandparents treating everyone. Nan and Bapa. We at my home. (laughs) There are four of us. We're a we. Are you going to buy it too? Because we're Um, not sure we'll buy it. Disney needs more money. Yeah, I want to see it. Can you share it? Disney does need more money. They lost $3.5 billion last year. Oh, well. God, they were The only thing that is keeping them up, honestly, is Disney Plus. And that's why, especially with the theaters, they're not opening anytime soon. They're oh, thinking yeah. they keep pushing Mulan release date, and they thought, you know what? We can get this is a good cash grab, which it is. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, they really uh, that, that came makes out me with sad, that at though. a good time. I'm telling you, honest to God, Kristen, I loved working for the <laughs> Disney Corporation. They were so great to work for. I mean, they, everything. The one thing they wouldn't do, though, because I'm not an employee, I was. I have a partnership kind of with the company where I do the morning show, and I did with them. They would mm-hmm. not give me free passes. To the amusement parks because I was not an employee. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't do it. So you know what I did? I just used the program directors every time I went. So it didn't matter anyway. <laughs> like, I got it. <laughs> we got no, it covered. Don't the, worry about those it. Those were the days. God, remember we used to go to Disney World all the time. I mean, we still well, do. we still do, but, you know. <laughs> but then, but it was free. Back then it was no. a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Let me put it that way. It was absolutely. Also, not as much fun in a mask in uh, Orlando humidity. Oh, God. Oh, God can you even I imagine We're that? supposed to go in March, mm. and it'll be interesting to see what it's like then. I got to uh, tell you before we go here, and I'll just get, you understand this was a, uh, this was a review of the movie Milan, and the person apparently did not speak Sicilian or Italian, because the review of the movie Mulan, it just said Y-A-W-N, so it said Mulan Yan. Oh. You don't want to be putting that in a newspaper, I'm here to... Know. Uh, because it means eggplant, which is what Sicilians used to call uh, black people. Moulin Yon, yeah. Eh, not good. <laughs> not good. But the guy the guy had no idea what it meant. He had no idea. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, unless you've been around Sicilians, well, yeah, you wouldn't for real, know it's that. Like I, you know. One millionth of the world's population uses this term. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there's no way you would have known unless you know Sicilians or, and some Italians know it, whatever. But... It was just like I saw it and went. I remember I talked to because Bob Sanser was on the show then, and I went, "That couldn't have been on purpose." He goes, "Oh God, no! There's no way that's on purpose. No way." We'll take a break. Be right back for the final segment with Kristen and James. Tom here for Saber Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Saber and Bryant are teaming up to offer zero percent financing for 36 months. When you buy a new Bryant furnace, this is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. 
Tell me what you say. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to find out something together because I have not looked at this. I just saw the headline. So the Nostradamus of presidential elections has named the 2020 winner. This guy, apparently, or woman, I don't know if it's a man or a woman, apparently they, they are always correct when they name the winner of elections uh, ahead of time. Okay. So do you uh-huh. want me to click on it and find out who the winner is going to be? Sure, it's not clickbait. <laughs> no, no, it's not sure clickbait. It's not clickbait. Okay, yeah. here we go. See, if I had that reputation just to screw with people, I'd be like, Kevin O'Flanagan of Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> you are the next president. And then That's everybody write him in. Yeah. That's who it's going to be, absolutely. Okay, uh, his name like, is Alan Lichtman. <laughs> his name is Alan Lichtman, L-I-C-H-T-M-A-N, which is probably that guy over the coffee shop. Right. Same last name. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Dad, let it go, God. Uh, James just got He to was tell. very nice to me. He was a very nice guy. He yes. was very, very pleasant. Very polite. Okay, okay. Alan I Lichtman got 2016 right and decades of elections before that. The Nostradamus of presidential elections names the 2020 winner of the United States presidency. And Alan says... Joe Biden. Listen to you. You're begging now. You said that it was begging. No, it's Joe Biden. I went to Google. Oh, you did it on... <laughs> oh, my God. So you beat me to it, well. you pill. Way to burn me to the ground. Oh my God! You're such a <laughs> too, child. Too much buildup. She couldn't handle it. Okay, the way, <laughs> the way his 13 key keys work is each one is answered true or false. True indicates the White House party will retain power. Six or more false answers equal a political earthquake. Some of the keys are pretty basic uh, political factors. Key number two, for instance, is the, there is no primary contest for the White House party. True. Others are economic, like key number six, long-term economic growth during this presidential term has been as good as the past two terms. False. Well, but that's not true. It has been better, not as good. It's been better. Mm. I mean, I'm, I don't have any, like I said, I had lunch with, with President Trump, but I don't know him. Well, I guess I know him, but it's not, I, I, I'm not a Republican not nor a Democrat. Dial. So apparently he says a videotape op-ed for a paper explains why Joe Biden is going to be your next president of the United States. He has not been wrong in decades. Does he have the wow. Does he have the vice president? That would be more impressive no, at this point. No, there are point. only two left now. There's only two left, and it's Susan Rice and Kamala Harris. The Babylon Bee. I love the came Babylon Bee. Came up with this Bee. thing that was like Joe Biden quote um, about his uh, vice president pick. I can't wait to find out what a classy broad she is, or something like that. <laughs> like, I was like, "That's hilarious. see, now that's funny." Yeah, that well, is very, here's very me, funny. Here's where we are, though. We're, our choices is like A or B, and you're like, "Oh." I know. <laughs> yeah, that's I pretty know. much Nobody true. Is. It's yeah. like we got to pick uh, one of these two people. And it's Goody. true. And I've got to imagine how old is, is Biden right now? Seventy-eight. Is that right? I think that's right. Seventy-eight. I think. Yeah. I mean, think about this. He will be if he wins. He will be eighty-two. Um, in time for the next election. I mean, you really have to pick a strong vice president because yeah. there's a really good possibility that he's a one-term president. Well, basically, the two he's going to choose, and it's a typical political deal. One slept her way to the top, and the other one's a flat-out liar. So it's, they fit right in with all the other politicians, so it all works out in the end. That's what they want in Washington. God, these, these politicians Gross. are disgusting. They are not all of them. There are some decent ones, but most of them by far are disgusting people. Well, look where our country is. I mean, I have so many friends who have been out of work since March, 
not getting unemployment because California's unemployment situation is a disaster and they're so behind. Oh, really? I mean, not getting a cent. Oh, God, So it hasn't even gotten, yeah, the $600. You know, a lot of people have moved back home. Um, A friend of mine, her husband, he's an art director, Emmy-nominated art director multiple times. He's going into law enforcement. He's like, you know what? He goes, I have to provide for my family, and entertainment's not coming back until 2021. So he's wow. like, I can't do this. Yeah, there people are leaving, uh, careers leaving California. It's it's so sad watching everything happen. Honestly, no, I understand that. And and by the way, I learned something today. I learned something very valuable. Never asked Kristen Burt. Guess what? Things should go right <laughs> to the internet <laughs> and burn you to the ground. Kristen, you were the kid. You were the kid that ran around the house finding your presents for Christmas. Yeah, you did. I didn't would you? hold the box. I would hold the box and I'd be like, "Oh, it's a sweater I want. Oh, great, it's an iPod." My mom'd be like, "You take all the fun out of giving presents." You're a horrible human being. I want you to know that. I'm a great daughter. <laughs> I'm a great daughter. I was a great daughter. Right. I just can't take surprises. Never got grounded, never got a detention. So you're kissing. I ass. did my homework. I was completely a rule follower. If you want to be told you. That's me. Okay, mom and dad, whatever. You know my brother though sucks. I can hear you. <laughs> I can yes. I can hear you. Yeah, I can totally do that. <laughs> my brother and I are complete opposites. Although my niece just got engaged on Saturday, so we're all getting along because we're all very excited oh. about a 2021 wedding. That's congratulations! I got, Thank how, you. Isn't she? Didn't she just turn 15? She is a baby. Honestly, she is. Uh, she's going to turn 21 next week. Oh. Um, but all of her friends get engaged for their senior year and get married right after graduation. Really? Wow. Yes. I wonder what this that's is kind all of about. like. I well. <laughs> You know, you want to get married. She's been with her boyfriend since high school, so he's her high school sweetheart. He's a great kid, fits in the family, can handle all the nuttiness. I would have had a problem with that whole thing because uh, when I was a senior in high school, uh, Catherine was in third grade, so that probably wouldn't have gone over too bad. Did you ever get to be a senior? No, that's true. <laughs> I, I forgot. Say. I was the you age never, of a senior in high school. I finished uh, I finished half my junior year, though, so no. that was good. I know that is weird to think about, your age difference. Yeah. Well, Melissa like and I missed age. meeting each other by not even a year because, you know, the subway over by the Cub by the old Golden Valley house? Yes. She worked there starting the year I left to move to St. Paul. Really? So before that, I was going there like once a week, if not more. Oh, God, you were the and subway all the time. Yeah, you were a subway fiend. Oh, my God. Yes, I was, but well, yeah. But she makes the point that we would have met, I would have been 20, and she would have been 15. So that might that have, wouldn't have worked. soured the relationship. Well, yeah, your weird. mom worked at KFC right there on 55, so I'm sure I met her. I don't My remember My first it. job, I lied to get it, too. Mm-hmm. I worked at KFC. <laughs> what a thrill, A chicken huh? slinger. Yeah. <laughs> I worked at KFC. It was the Polly Brown. You did? You worked at KFC? Wait a minute. You worked at KFC? Wasn't it the worst job ever? I like fried chicken, like it would like get in your hair, yep. um, and in your clothes. Well, did you have the bright red, disgustingly thick polyester uniform that never didn't smell like chicken, no matter how many times you washed it? I just had like a red polo shirt and then oh, pants. Oh God, they it had wasn't these, that bad. They had a whole um, uniform that just oh. God, it I was made awful. So many biscuits, though. Like I can't eat a biscuit to this day. It's like 
Did I have to make biscuits? The I don't biscuit know. Girl. Every morning. Because I worked at early shift. I worked like the 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Oh, yeah. I was after school with all the drunks. It was great. Mm, one of my, <laughs> yeah, I worked for a summer. One of my favorite Jay Leno stories of all time is he was talking about he went and had lunch, then he went home, took a shower, went to bed, got up in the morning, took another shower. Went into work, and the guy goes, oh, did you eat at McDonald's? He <laughs> 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 still smell oh, after two showers. I remember. Yeah. I think I had two or three vehicles that smelled like McDonald's french fries forever. <laughs> oh, Couldn't get rid of the smell. Something about I, what they cook uh, with their food. I it just don't gets know. In, it's like cigarette smoke. I smelled like coffee for four years. Yeah, you did smell like coffee for four years. Because I was a barista. Mm-hmm. Did you have your we cinnamon roll? I haven't yet. Caribou. 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 It's a local. Caribou, Soda. Back when it was yeah. not like a giant mega chain. Yeah. That's That's true. I was not happy with their chai tea when I was in Minnesota. I was always like, where's the Starbucks I need a chai tea? Oh, when were you I'm trying to too sweet? They right? used to have yeah. they used to have really good chai tea, and then they got bought out by a company, and mm. then their chai tea since has been horrible. Yeah, it's super uh, sweet. That sounds familiar, awful. doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. Indeed. <laughs> Bigger companies buying them, and yep, yeah. Sorry. yeah. <laughs> I will tell you the story of the world right now. Yes, yeah. it is. We could close with this story. I get a call one time from the uh, the chairman of the board's office. The CEO uh, is whatever they are, the secretary or who know what the hell ever they do. Uh, the new CEO of Caribou wants to meet you. And I'm like, okay, well, all right. So I go over there, and I'm hanging out with him. He seemed like a nice enough guy. He said he was a big listener and blah, 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 blah. And I, he goes, hey, you want to go have dinner some night? I say, yeah, that sounds good or whatever. Well, here's my card. Just give me a call whenever you're ready. I never called him back. You know why I never called him back? No. On his card, this is the CEO of Caribou at the time, many years ago. On his card, it said, head boo. Oh, yeah. Oh. Can you imagine? Oh, James, man. can you see me having lunch with a guy who calls himself Head Boo? I mean, not on purpose. <laughs> you actually <laughs> read cards? Business cards? Oh, yeah, because you do wanted you? to find uh, out. Oh, I never hey, do. Business cards reveal a lot about people. Whatever really? they got in their business card. People, do people still have business cards? Dan's entire company yeah. has business they cards. Do. They have made up titles on their business cards. Oh, they do. Well, and a lot Dan? of them have codes now, too. So, like, you hand somebody your card, and then you scan the code with yeah. your phone, and then it goes into your contacts. Okay, so they there still do. Go. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't know. Well, Dan's, and they all have, his entire company, they have, like, this giant thing of fake business cards. Oh, yeah. It's actually, like, what was the, who was the mean kid in um, Back to the Future? Kristen Burke. Biff? Yeah, Biff. Yeah, that's the name <laughs> on the card that they get like if there's somebody that they're it's just like Biff. i don't want to hear and his last name's on there too and it's Hold like on. a fake email and stuff so they give <laughs> cards out to people, people that they no. don't want to <laughs> actually see the them. complaint uh, department just gives them fake numbers and emails i love it i James have to write to, oh yeah i have to write to our company cancel head boo well here we'll close with this instead james is going to get really Really shaky on this one. <laughs> the guy who's the CEO of Nielsen, what's his name, Doug Kenny or David Kenny or something mm-hmm. like that? One of those? Yeah. Have you ever seen his picture on his card? Mm-mm. You know how people stand in, in a, a picture and, and look at you, you know, Kristen, you can't see me, so I'm standing with my shoulders square to the table. 
The, his picture on his business card, he's standing looking over his left shoulder. Well, that's a pretty, it's standard, a pretty common shot. standard portrait shot. Yep. Not for... Not for if you're running a major corporation. It's a glamour I, shot. It is a glamour shot. It's a glamour shot. It's a Is he pretty? Yeah. No, he's no. not. He is like he glamorous? <laughs> He might be glamorous. No, he's a wonderful guy. <laughs> go see him at Caribou Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kristen, who loves you more than us? That's what I want to know. Uh, I don't. My cat. That's probably the only other person. Kitty. Kitty. Oh, kitty. My kitty. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week, sister. All right. Looking forward to it. Bye. We are as well. Thanks a lot. Bye. That's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow.